Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease this is your moment your time to shine your comeback you're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect so you're not just going back to school you're coming back with purdue global backed by purdue university one of the nation's most respected public universities purdue global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Amy, that's Lisa, and we're just two girls that want to have a conversation with you. Dear 16-year-old Andrea. Hey, gorgeous. Dear younger Lauren. Each episode is stories from people. I would deprive myself, play myself obsessively. Because I was eating healthy, I couldn't understand that I had a problem with food. Losing my period scared me the most. My story starts when I was around seven. That's when I started to hate my body. Body image is like our inner picture of our outer self. Healthy behaviors play a much bigger role in our health than the actual number on the scales. Internal dialogue can be so powerful and often it's super negative and critical in a way that we wouldn't talk to other people that we care about. When you start to share your story, that gives other people the courage to share theirs. I know you would be proud now of how far you have come in your relationship to food, exercise, and to yourself. I felt freedom. I've gained relationships. I've found my true sense of self-worth there's one thing i need you to take away from this you're going to be okay happy saturday we are about two weeks away from christmas which is crazy and we just hope whatever y'all are doing this holiday season that you're able to be around family and especially significant others if you have them in your life that support you and your journey and what you're going through which is what today's episode is about but in full disclosure 
this is an intro to another <laughs> intro, then to the episode, because Lisa and I recorded with Claire a little bit ago and then did a different intro for it where I shared an experience of, you know, what it was like to date me back in the day when I had an eating disorder. And then Lisa said, oh my goodness, I have this amazing course coming up that I want people to know about. So we're just going to tell you all about that really quick, and then we'll get into the intro and then the episode. Yeah. So I just didn't want anyone to miss the opportunity. I'm hosting free live trainings all this week. So starting Monday all through next Sunday, there's five opportunities to join me for a live training on emotional eating. And I called it the emotional eating action plan. And I feel like, Amy, you probably agree, like emotional eating has a really bad rap. First of all, there's no one who hasn't experienced emotional eating, but it's kind of like this thing that we're always trying to solve. And I have found with my clients and myself that emotional eating isn't good and it's not bad. And I think it's really important that we recognize, like we do here, that there's a gray area. And when we do approach emotional eating in a new way, like I'm going to show you step by step, you're changing your relationship not only to food, but to yourself. Because underneath the emotional eating are the emotions. And when we're only targeting the eating, we're going to just find ourselves back in that cycle over and over again. This has been an emotional year for all of us, right? Like, yeah, it's totally. been it's been crazy. And I know that so many people feel badly for eating emotionally. And I'm of the thought that food can be comforting. Food can be safe. It's certainly safer and less dangerous or not dangerous at all compared to some substances that we could use during this time. So I want to really open your mind to see that food can be part of your healing emotionally, but that you also have other tools. And if you choose to eat emotionally, this is kind of the real crux of it. I want it to be a different experience than ever before. I want you to allow the food to be the comfort rather than allowing the food to be the band-aid that then cause extra emotional turmoil and mental pain, if that makes sense. Well, so where do people go to find this? Because it already sounds amazing to me and like it'll be so beneficial to a lot of people, similar to the bonus episode that you put out before Thanksgiving to really walk people through holiday meals and eating and the pressure of that. And you're right, this has been an emotional year. So now I love that you're putting this out to walk people through emotional eating. And I feel like I'm going to benefit from this as well. So I need to know the details, where to find it. So to find the webinar, you can go to for workthenoise.com forward slash webinar. You'll be registered right away and you'll get a workbook before the class, reminders, all that good stuff. And on the course, I'm also going to be introducing and sharing more about my new course, Fork the Noise, Hunger and Fullness, which kicks off January 3rd. Awesome. Love it. Thank you, Lisa, for all that you do to empower us to have a healthy relationship with our bodies and with food. I don't think I've ever, sir, I'm not saying no one's ever done it, but not in my bubble, in my world, have I had anybody say, hey, it's okay to emotional eat and I want to help you through that and I want to help you understand because I think you're right. Society has taught us that oh, emotional eating is a way to just escape our feelings and then, yes, use it as a Band-Aid and then beat ourselves up about it afterwards. And there are articles online that say how to cure emotional eating. Like the methods and demonizing language that we use around doing something so pure, so just trying to help ourselves through during a hard time really shows how we need to like really shine light on the language that we use around things 
things and that we have been exposed to and really rethink about those things. Yeah. And you're giving me hope that, well, and others hope too, that there can be a positive experience from the emotional eating. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a Band-Aid left with shame and guilt. Mm. It can actually be quite healing and you're left feeling better than before. But we have to learn how to do that because nobody's ever taught us that before. So thank you for helping us do that. If you leave with one thing, even just from this intro and you don't even come to the webinar, I just want you to know that you're not alone. I feel like when we're in those moments, we feel like we are the only person that struggles with our emotions, the only person that feels kind of like a zombie compelled to go to the kitchen. It's a very out-of-body experience, and it makes us feel like something's really wrong with us. Why can't we just not do it? And so if you don't even come to the webinar and you're here now and you find yourself emotional eating, I hope that you hear Amy and I say, we get it, we've been there, and you're just a human. Okay, let's jump into our real intro before the great episode with Claire. (laughs) Hey, Outweigh fam, Amy and Lisa here with a little intro before we get into today's episode. And Lisa's the one that started saying Outweigh fam, and I just got to say I love that. And I'm going to start doing it because we are a family trying to educate ourselves, support ourselves, encourage ourselves to get through this crazy world of disordered eating and eating disorders. And we've got Claire coming on today and she's going to be talking about her relationship with her boyfriend and how her eating disorder affected their relationship and then how they were able to work through it and then where they are on the other side of it now that he's in the know and able to support her as best as possible. Lisa and I are both married and we both have been in other relationships where eating disorders have gotten the way. I literally just had a memory of myself in college with my college boyfriend. I see now why he broke up with me. (laughs) I just had the, I don't need to get into all the details, but I hadn't thought of this memory in forever. It's weird how when you're talking, certain things just pop into your head. And I remember he made me eggs and he used butter and then used the yolk in all the eggs instead of like mixing egg whites with eggs. And I freaked out. I freaked out. He made me eggs. I should have been like, wow, thanks for making me eggs, college boyfriend. You're amazing. (laughs) But I lost my mind. I couldn't eat it. I went a little bit crazy. And yeah, we didn't last. So I now see why. But he was someone that was actually really special to me. But I saw how my, even now that I'm thinking of him, I'm thinking of another trip we went on where it was like a little weekend with at someone's ranch. And we stopped somewhere and someone was selling Girl Scout cookies. And we bought some and I ate the entire box of Thin Mints on the drive. And then I hated myself for eating that entire box. And then I acted like a total B the rest of the day on the trip. And I was a complete Debbie Downer. Again, guys, I have no idea why he broke up with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But all this to say that if you're in a relationship, whether it's a romantic one or you've got a sister or roommate, a best friend, you live with your parents, your behaviors are going to affect that relationship. For sure, 100%. There's no way around it. What I, and by the way, if Lando Lakes could see you then, I mean, take a moment, (laughs) the whole butter thing. Shout out Lando Lakes, (laughs) who I have a partnership with. And honestly, as a partnership, I never would have been able to take on in my disordered eating days because I would have said, butter, I can't do that. And then now I 
would, yes, if my husband or whomever, if that boyfriend was back in my life and made me eggs with yolk and butter, I'd be like, this tastes amazing. Thank you. And yeah, so when Claire will get into it, but she talks about how she would lie and manipulate. She kind of had a secret relationship with her eating disorder. And I thought it was so interesting. You know, when we think about relationships and lying, we think about cheating with another person. But Claire kind of reminded me about a relationship that I used to have, um, an old boyfriend who didn't know that I was struggling because I didn't really know I was struggling. But I remember so many things that I did in secrecy behind his back because I didn't want him to know. And it's so interesting when you think about a relationship, whether again, it's with a partner or a sister or a friend, when you have a secret and you don't want somebody to know about it, it creates a big divide between the two of you and you get closer with your eating disorder or your disordered eating than that person. So I just think it's really important to think about honesty in relationships when it comes to food and an individual and who you're choosing or which you're choosing. I know eating disorder isn't a person, but it becomes you're choosing the eating disorder over a valuable relationship in your life. And this episode with Claire's actually came because one of you DM'd me asking, how can my partner support me? He wants to, but I don't know what to tell him to do. So just a reminder that we take your requests very seriously and you could email us at any time with what you think would be helpful. And again, if you need to know our email, it is hello at outwaypodcast.com. And we absolutely love hearing from you. So please send us notes and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Here you go. Welcome back to another episode of Outway. Today we're joined by our friend Claire. She's at Eats with Claire on Instagram, and she is an eating disorder recovery account turned amazing human being that just wants everybody to learn how to accept themselves. So we brought Claire on because we got a question from one of you asking us about how to let our partners in during recovery. The question said, I've been in a relationship for one and a half years and recently opened up about disordered eating and the thoughts and habits surrounding it to my boyfriend. He's very supportive, but he struggles to understand and makes comments about how I'm ridiculous or crazy for even thinking that. I asked him to listen to Outweigh, and that has helped, but he's always asking for what more he can do. I can see how upset it makes him when I'm skipping dessert or working out extra so that we can have a date night, which in turn only makes me feel worse. Could you cover this topic? So that was the request, and it's such a good question. And Claire, I followed you for a long time, and watching you with your partner, I thought you could kind of share some information on your eating disorder and how your partner has been a helpful tool. Yeah, I definitely relate to a lot of what that girl said and definitely found that my disordered eating did cause some issues to rise, but that a partner can help support you do the work to help heal and that the disordered eating doesn't have to get in the way of your relationship. And it can actually help bring you together and build a deeper sense of trust. And I feel like there's a way to do that. How did you open up to your partner about your relationship to food or body image? And did he understand immediately? Yeah, before Blake and I started a romantic relationship, we were acquaintances and then friends. This was my freshman year of college. So we were all in dorm rooms together. And when we first met, he actually told me now that his first memory of me before we were friends was me weighing out M&Ms on a food scale, sitting in like the dorm room lobby, just like weighing them out. And it was so normalized that I wasn't trying to hide it. And he didn't realize it was an issue for me. And 
I've struggled with binging and feeling a lack of control around food. And when we became friends, we would start hanging out together and we would eat snacks. And I would tear through family-sized bags of chips and like giant boxes of cereals. But I never was open about how I was really feeling around the food. So I kind of played it off as just like being that girl who ate a lot. But once we actually start dating, I start opening up about how I was feeling and how much guilt I felt when I would eat certain foods or would eat certain amounts. And I was clearly very scared of weight gain. I always talked about my weight how, and I would always ask about how I looked when to him, it didn't matter. But Blake understood that the feelings I'd feel about myself and about food were very real, but I don't think he fully understood my situation and how it wasn't something that I could simply just stop doing or stop thinking. Was there a moment you went to him and kind of had a sit down or was it just more organic? It was more organic. I talked to him about my past struggles with restriction, but at this point when I was struggling with binging, I didn't recognize it as a disorder. I viewed it as my own lack of ability to control myself around food. And so it was kind of hard for us to navigate that at the time because I was telling him, like, I just need to learn to control my food better. And he didn't have that knowledge yet to recognize that it was more than just that. How did you yourself realize that binging was a disorder and a thing? Because I, too, felt as though I had nowhere to turn because nobody could relate and I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't in control, but nobody was talking about it. So I didn't realize that it was actually a thing. I think I always knew that it wasn't just about the lack of control but it wasn't just about trying to control the food but it was it was about so much more and I think I came to recognize that because I eventually got so tired of the constant cycle of restricting and binging and I wasn't able to be present in my life I was binging three four five times a week and if I wasn't binging I was restricting and my whole mind my whole life was consumed by thoughts about numbers and about food and my body and eventually I was like I really want to heal this and I would look up ways on Google like how to stop binging and some of them were like oh you just need to control your food better but then I discovered some people talking about how that wasn't the answer. Wow I feel like that could be an entire episode on its own and we should definitely have you back on to talk about the different methods of recovery. So Blake maybe didn't understand that the way that you were controlling your food was an issue but with intimacy I am Imagine that that could have been a problem, you know, somebody touching your body. Was there were there issues with intimacy that were showing up maybe more visibly than the food being a control? It definitely got in the way when I didn't want to take part in it, sometimes for very extended periods of time. And I was always in fear of how my partner viewed my body. I feel like we get told that sexy is a look or that we get told that confidence is sexy, but confidence comes from looking a certain way. So it was really hard for me to fight that messaging that I feel like is everywhere. And it took a lot of work and time to really understand that we don't have to look a certain 
certain way to feel sexy or confident and that intimacy is about so much more than just that. I remember feeling more self-conscious about my body while having a partner than I did even before that because I knew that he would notice all the day-to-day changes with bloat and whatnot. Not that he really cared about that and that was something that I had to really learn to believe later on, but it definitely got in the way. When we're binging and restricting, we often are bloated because we're not eating, you know, normal quantities of food and our bodies are, are compensating in funny ways. So it's not even just in our heads sometimes it's very real and painful even which can of course be you know when something's painful we're certainly not feeling sexy so when I talked about intimacy there you know I think all of our minds went to intimacy in the bedroom but intimacy is also just moments of you know being on the couch and watching tv or going out on a date night or whatever it is where you're just really present with another being So I actually, we went really, like, we zoomed in there. I just want to zoom out for a moment and ask if Blake felt like something was missing intimacy-wise in your relationship, not necessarily related to, you know, sexual stuff. Yeah, completely. I know that there were multiple times where he would talk to me and say, like, I feel like you don't want to be with me and it wasn't that but it was that I wasn't fully present I wasn't showing him love in intimate ways not just physical ways but it was like I wasn't really trying to connect because my mind was somewhere else I can definitely relate Amy can you oh for sure and so how have you seen your relationship with Blake before that your realization and your talk and support as y'all have navigated through it describe the difference now just to offer hope and encouragement for anybody else that's in it that there is another side I feel like talking through it all with him and working through it together really helped bring us closer we are very open with communication we have such a deep sense of trust in all aspects because we had to work through it together I remember during that process of trying to figure out how I could get better with it he would just ask a lot of questions of like what can I do and what can he do also and And we really had to talk through what we both wanted from each other and understand that sometimes maybe I wouldn't be able to do something, but if I was trying to do it, that that was good for both of us. I love that. So I love traveling and coming home to my bed because it's comfy and familiar. I love crawling into it. Well, what if you could take your bed on the road with you so that way you got good night's sleep while you're on a trip? And it's not your entire bed, but at least your bedding, which is the best part. Let me introduce you to Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding. Now, Cozy Earth is travel-friendly and hassle-free, and the bedding comes in these adorable totes, which makes it really easy for you to take it on trips with you. They also have really amazing loungewear, so if you're on a long flight, you can stay cool and comfy with Cozy Earth's temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, and it'll add a touch of style to your travel ensemble as well. So whether you're exploring stuff near or far, take a little bit of home with you. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code OUTWAY at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know that we sent you after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So what are some some red flags that someone could look out for? Because I I mean, looking back on my past relationships before Evan, I would just prioritize everything over a relationship. And I would have never said that I was doing that. And that was not right. So what are some red flags that your disordered eating or an eating disorder are getting between you and your relationship with another person? So from an individual point of view, what can we look out for? So like you just said, things like choosing to engage in behaviors that might be fueling your disordered eating over things that will help your relationship. Those are definitely red flags. The things that immediately came to mind for me were things like lying, manipulation, projection, trust and honesty are things that are really important fundamentals to a healthy relationship, in my opinion. But in the past, there were times I would choose holding on to and hiding my disordered behaviors over being honest and open with my partner. There were times when I lied about what I ate, what I did, how I was feeling and how I was doing. And when I'd get confronted about it, I was so scared that that would mean having to give up my disordered eating that I would essentially gaslight my partner and make them feel bad for assuming that of me. I think projection is important. Some people may not even be aware that they're doing that, but I know that I did that as well. So can you can you speak to projection? Yeah, I remember times when Blake was genuinely trying to help me or just trying to understand what was going on. And whenever he'd ask anything, I would get so angry. And I look back and it's not that I was angry at him, but I was angry that I might get my disordered eating taken away from me. And so I would project that onto him and get angry at him when he wasn't 
doing anything necessarily wrong. And there are other times where I'd project in a different way and I'd make comments about his food that was also really unhealthy because he never struggled with disordered eating, but it almost made him feel like he should care more about it. Wow. That makes so much sense. That was what I was, I was curious to see if that type of projection came out because I certainly did that not only to my husband, but it happens in other relationships too. So if you're listening right now and you don't have a significant other, you may have a sister or best friend or a roommate or a mom and a dad. Oh, I did it to everyone <laughs> around me. So to make other people feel uncomfortable about what they're eating, especially when they don't have what you're struggling with. And then maybe you're part of them, maybe even developing. Did he ever become self-conscious about his food or try to hide things from you to avoid that confrontation? Yeah, he never tried to hide things, but I think there were times he would feel uncomfortable or pressured to be eating a certain way or acting a certain way. And he actually went through a period of weight loss, but to him, it wasn't disordered. And he has found that sense of like education about food where it's helped him live a fuller life because he's now eating in a way that makes him feel good. But I remember doing that time, I would make comments about his weight loss, about his food. And for me, I was really trying to heal by letting go of restriction. And whenever I would want to eat, I almost would pressure him into eating with me all the time. And sometimes that's helpful for a friend or a partner to be eating with you. But when we were together all the time, it definitely wasn't healthy for me to be asking that of him. Well, I feel like it also creates a codependency. And I'm not sure if it's the same thing as what you're saying. But I feel like that I've been in past relationships where if my partner wasn't eating with me, then it was like, wait, why am I eating? Should I not be hungry right now? I was so untrusting of my own cues that I needed somebody else to be eating too to feel okay, even though that makes total no sense in you know the real <laughs> universe. I wanted to ask you, you're clearly with a partner that knows about your eating disorder, knows what to look out for in disordered eating, and you're a very open, honest conversation. For those that are just opening up with their partner, just explaining what disordered eating is, more generally, how can a partner support an individual if he or they notice disordered eatings coming up? So so maybe more specifically for you is how does Blake support you when he notices things that you may be doing or or eating or not eating? Something that really, really helped me was communication. And my boyfriend would ask me questions, even if he didn't know if something was necessarily wrong. But if he could tell I was having an off day and was eating a lot more mindlessly or emotionally, even if it wasn't necessarily bad that specific time, he knew that that could be a trigger for me. And so he would just ask me how I was feeling about it. Or if I said I didn't want to go out to dinner anymore when we had a dinner date plan, he would ask me why and then ask questions that digged a little bit deeper. And this was helpful for me because it helped keep the dialogue open, whether I was struggling or not, even when I thought I had healed, it kept us being open to talking about it and also helped me be aware and honest about myself with where I was really at. Because at the end of the day, I had to do the work to heal, but he could help support me. And him asking those questions really made me 
talk out loud about it and be honest about it. I think of how some partners might be and sometimes I am in denial about other things in people's lives because I don't want it to be true for them so I can brush it under the rug as well. So I think that's amazing that Blake would step up. That would also be what we would suggest to other partners if you're listening right now because you have someone going through something. Don't shy away. Don't form your own protective bubble of denial because they're already in it and you, if you truly care about them, you need to be the one that asks the hard questions and helps dig them out because it's not always the easiest way, but it's what it's going to be best for everybody. I couldn't agree more. And I think that as a listener, I know we get moms and wives and, you know, all different types of people that have many roles. And the more you have tacked on in your life, I feel the harder it is to communicate because you have so many more people that you're taking care of. And the easier it is to I use this word a lot when I see it in relationships, enable the individual to continue down a dangerous path. Because like you said, Amy, oftentimes it's easier than disrupting the feather. You think it's easier. I think you think it's easier, but there's an explosion down the line that you need to deal with. So I I think that's such an important, great thing that Blake and you have formed early on as a foundation. And all couples should really work to establish that really important foundation. So just a few more moments, I just want to ask you, what are some things that a partner should never say to somebody who, well, I'd just say in general, what are some things a partner should not say to another partner that could be triggering whether you had an eating disorder or not, because you could always be on the brink of one anyway? For me, comments about my body, at least before I finally like fully accepted myself and stopped caring so much about looking a certain way, but comments about my body were always a bit harmful, even when they were well-intentioned. Compliments about my changing body or even just about specific parts of my body meant bringing attention to them when those aren't the important things about a human, but they made me feel like they were. Even though I don't necessarily think compliments about appearance are always bad, especially when I was in the process of rewiring my brain, they went against the kind of mindset I was trying to develop. So neither positive nor negative comments about the body or even neutral positives are helpful when trying to recover? I think so, because I think that they bring the attention back to the body and make it feel like it's an important part of who you are or an important part of why a relationship is successful. I think in that open, honest communication with your partner, that has to be clearly defined because otherwise what eating disorder and disordered eating brain does is in the absence of a compliment, we turn that into we are not beautiful. Does that make sense to either of you? So if my husband or boyfriend is not saying that I look good, I think he thinks I don't look good. Completely. I know that there are times when I was still really struggling where I would be the one who was constantly asking for that compliment. I would ask and want to hear the compliment. And so he thought he was doing the right thing by giving them to me. And now he can compliment me and tell me I'm beautiful, but it's more along the lines of, but you're always beautiful. You will always be beautiful no matter how you change. Love that. I really love that. So what is your role in 
in not normalizing diet culture messaging in the relationship. With my clients, I see it a lot. Like you had to have that honest conversation with him to not comment on your body, compliment it or not compliment it. I think that as the individual who's struggling, we need to set the tone for what is acceptable. So what is your active role in not bringing diet culture into the relationship? So before Blake met me, he really was unaware of diet culture. And that was something that I really had to educate him on and just bring awareness to what it is and the fact that it's so present and pervasive in mainstream society. And just talking about that really helped open up his perspective. And I feel like because of that, it's become a normal topic of discussion for us. So we'll point out diet culture language or marketing if we hear it or see it, and we'll have a conversation about it. And I don't expect him to be perfect with never saying diet culture talk. And I'm not perfect with it either, because sometimes it accidentally comes up or comes out of my mouth. But I think being aware of it and being intentional about it is really important. All right. Well, thank you so much for that helpful information, Claire. Amy, any last questions for Claire? I just appreciate you. Any voice that's out there talking about accepting your body is one that is welcome here and much appreciated because I wouldn't be where I am without finding certain voices online that held me accountable or continue to hold me accountable and offer me encouragement. So I just want to say thank you for that. And you can find Claire at Eats with Claire on Instagram. And I just want to piggyback on what you said, Amy, and what's really amazing about Claire is she is such a critical thinker, and you will see that reflected in her posts. Of course, you will find a lot of the common themes that you'll see with intuitive eating, but you can tell that she is not just doing what everybody else is doing. She is thinking so critically, and oftentimes you'll say something that I've never thought of, and I'm like, yes, that's brilliant. And it's just, it takes a strong individual to do that in a space where there's only one right way to heal, quote unquote. So thank you for your work, Claire. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys having these conversations and talking about this and making other people feel less alone. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, 
which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.